heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Yeah, what a race preview it is because it is Geelong Cup Day and uh, the entire meeting is fascinating, none more so than the Cup itself, which is set to be run at four o'clock this afternoon. Uh, we're on a good four. As we heard from Danny O'Brien this morning, the track is in perfect condition. We'll hear from Jimmy Dalton, the track manager, in a moment. And the rail is true. Mark Hunter, uh, he would have seen a fair few Geelong Cups in his day, might even have participated in a few on course back in the footy days as well. He joins us. How are you, Mark? Morning, Michael. I'm not sure. I don't know if I've ever been to a Geelong Cup. I can't remember. I probably have. My memory is failing me. <laughs> I've probably been to one, but a long, long time ago. Looks a good addition this year, doesn't it? It does. The imports always add, you know, always add a, a great mystique to the race and um, four strong chances look to dominate the race. Do you like the card overall? I don't mind a couple. I missed the I missed the first. I missed Danny O'Brien's interview, but I hope you liked uh, Lover Zoo there in race four. I think it's one of the better bets of the day. Yep, uh, just awkward barrier again, but um, no, he does like it. Um, overall, rail true, good track. Maybe a little rain a little later. How do you think it'll play? Should race pretty well, Geelong. The days, you know, the old days you used to get hard and fast here on Cup Day it was very hard to make around. But more recent times, track's been a lot more even than than uh, you know than days gone by. Let's find out from James Dalton, the track manager, how he expects it to play. Good morning, Jimmy. You well? Good, Michael. How are you? Very well, mate. Um, what's the weather watch looking like down in Geelong? Uh, look, it's one of those days where I think we're going to get little skiffs come across and then the sun comes out and then the next front will come across. So right now it's blue sky and beautiful, but half an hour ago it was doomsday and half a mil dropped on it. So one of those days, 14 degrees. Yeah, it's unfortunate, isn't it? What about from a... A track point of view, how much rain would see an alteration of the good four? I think before the race card, if we had one or two mil, it would still be okay. Uh, The wind yesterday was certainly so strong that it sucked the juice out of it and um, probably put it on that better side. So before the card, if we had one or two, I think we'd stay there. But if if we started racing and then a half a mil or a mil fell, then I think that's when we put would potentially see a downgrade into the soft five. So probably probably that two or three mil mark, I think. Is there any place you expect um, it to be? Uh, I know Mark says it'll race well, as previous years have told us, but if the rain does come a little bit, would they be chopping out the inside? How do you think the pattern of the day could unfold? Yeah, potentially. Like, the inside tan is in, look, extraordinary condition. It's had one meet in sort of six weeks, the whole track. So... That inside um, 10 is in great nick. Um, but again, if we were to get sort of half a mil to a mil during the card, then that's where you would find it. it would just sort of cut away the top. And by sort of race seven, if we had some showers prior to then, then they might just sort of edge off. But look, the whole 27-metre wide width is, is in really good nick. So you, you still should be able to win from anywhere, but they might just edge off if, if that was the case. Will wind play a factor today at all? Oh, will we a little bit? So a southwesterly that is sort of predicted to get up to 30 k's, which it's sort of into the face around the turn and then into the straight. So um, you look potentially, potentially you might want to just peel out and you know you'll be facing mm. the teeth of the breeze. But 
look, it's it's a tricky one with this this sort of southwesterly wind. Who do you like today? Um, look, I don't mind Virtuous Circle. Just it's run at uh, Flemington, hard hard luck story sort of thing. D Lane on board, a little bit of value there, so that's probably my pick today. Yep, uh, unfortunately, Matt Stewart's keen as well. So sorry to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if if there is a little bit of moisture in the track due to showers, then it might favour as well. Uh, good luck today, Jimmy. Enjoy Cup Day. Thanks a lot, Michael. James Dalton joining us there. Let's have a chat to Cliff Brown, who a lot of punters uh, might be banking on uh, to get them out of trouble or just to continue their winning way with Von Hawk in the last. How are you, Cliff? Good, Michael. How are you? Very well, very well. Uh, gee, I was impressed with the uh, closing um, speed of Von Hawk last start. Uh, he, he didn't get too much room, but once he saw daylight, he certainly hit the line hard. Yeah, look, he was pretty unlucky. Um, he's a really nice horse, you know, throwing him in the deep end, but I don't think we were too far wrong. If he if he had an uninterrupted run, it would have been, you know, I'm not saying he was going to win, but he certainly would have been on their heels. Continued improvement out of that run? Yeah, look, he has. You know, he, he's trained on really well. His code's come through, and, um, no, I'm really pleased with him. How do you see the setup for him today? Oh, look, hopefully if he, if he sort of landed anywhere, third, fourth, fifth with a bit of cover, it'd be good. You know, it's a really strong race, which you'd expect, you know, 100,000 and qualifying onto the race at Oaks Day. So it, it's not going to be easy, but the horse himself's really well. And a little cut out of the ground wouldn't hurt him? No, it wouldn't worry him either way. I, I think he's one of the fortunate uh, in that he likes both surfaces, you know, whether it's firm or has some given it. We're, we're lucky that he handles both. I know you're not normally brimming with confidence on race day, but have you got a bit of confidence about him today? I think he's a really nice horse. I think it's a good race. He'll run very well, and well, I hope he does. Um, he hasn't done anything at home that would, you know, um, think he's gone backwards, that's for sure. You've got a few ended uh, at the Valley over the weekend, including the Inferno, who uh, has another crack up against the star Kiwi Imperatriz and the Manicato. Drawn gate three, um, only a small field. What do you think about him on Saturday? Oh, look, if he ran like he did first up, that'd be really pleasing. Mm. He was great the other day. I don't expect to go there and win the race, but I'd just like to see him finishing off, and that'll set him up then for a 1,400-metre race a few weeks later. And I think he's in, in really good order. His, his last run, his sectionals were really good. and No, he seems to be in a great place. Is he heading over to the west? No, look, I've ended him there. His, his next um, start would be at Caulfield after uh, the Valley, so long mm. as he runs well enough. Good on you, Cliff. Good luck today and on Saturday. All right, thanks. Bye. Cliff Brown joining us there. Let's get stuck into Geelong Cup preview. Uh, the first today kicks off uh, at Geelong at 12.30, the first of nine. And this is a benchmark 70 over 2,400 metres. Uh, one scratching, takeout number nine. The favourite here is King's Crossing, $3.60. $5 Commando Drift. Uh, $6 Dashing Duchess, so is Rockaby Road, and $7 for Garaccino. Uh, he's been favourite a few times, King's Crossing, and punters have got their fingers burnt, but he's got the best form uh, in the race going back with that first immortal form. What are your thoughts on the favourite today? I'm not sure what to make of it after that last run. That was awful. It was below par. It was awful. Now, yeah, maybe it's fitter, um, but it's, it's in my numbers fourth pick. I'm going to tip number eight, Dashing Duchess, who I think is a horse... On the rise, came from out of the pack and made good ground to win last time. Should be able to park fourth or fifth there from the good gate for Talia Hope to beat number seven, Cabri Castle. Always been a good stay at Cabri Castle. It, it met King's Crossing back there on Good Friday. There was a fair margin between them, but Cabri Castle was in the wrong part of the track for the whole way. So I think this race sets up pretty well for it at odds. I'm putting number three, Aravine, in the numbers. 
getting fitter, Craig Williams from a good gate, and six Kings Crossing, who could win at its best, but for mine, the last run was well below par and was a concern for me. I'll go eight from seven, then out to three and six. Eight, seven, three and six in the first at Geelong. Race number two is a benchmark 64 over 1,100 metres. Uh, scratchings here take out two, three, five, twelve, seventeen, eighteen. The favourite here, Grinzinger Angel. Uh, Danny O'Brien was pretty bullish about her chances earlier this morning, despite the wide draw on her last two by five lengths. Uh, Six dollars, Cavallo Rum Ponte. Dave Eustace uh, also was keen that it would be hard to beat today. Tanto, six dollars, five dollars, Mornington Glory. We saw Icelandic at six fifty. So this is a pretty good race, Mark, but gee, uh, Grinzinger, uh, Grinzinger Angel. Angel has been uber impressive its last couple. It has. The horse had beat, went sat wide yesterday in a weak race at Kite and was no good. Um, so that puts a little dampener on the form. I'm just going to tip number 10, Mornington Glory, who I thought chased pretty well up there at Ballarat. The, the winner's a speedy little thing. was off and gone and Mornington Glory kept chasing. I think from this gate, it gets across and gets a good run to beat number 14, Grinzinger Angel. Didn't beat much last time, but won very well. You'd think it would just charge forward from that gate. be hard to beat. 13, Cavallo, Romponte. It's in great form. It's going to be back a bit and needing things to go right, but we'll be running on. And seven, Superring. Really good first up without luck. Very plain third last time. In a recent trial, I'm not sure how it's going. I'll go 10, 14, 13 and 7. 10, 14, 13 and 7 in race number two. So number 10, uh, which is Mornington Glory at $5, the on-top selection. Race number three is a benchmark 70 over 1,300 metres. In this race, we can scratch 6, 9 and 10. Uh, Pantalona is now into $1.85. It is, uh, after the scratchings, a very firm favourite indeed. Damien Lane rides from a good gate, barrier five. Uh, the uh, Mar Eustace runner Baldino's at $4.60. Mr Mojo Ryzen at $8 as well. So uh, a few scratchings here, including Helix, which has really trimmed up the price. Pantalone, are you keen on the favourite? Oh, it's got a chance. It's just crazy odds. There's nothing flashy about it. Lastly, it's honest. It's nothing else. I'll tip three Baldino, who I think will be probably first one down to the fence here, which will help it get a good run and help it run 1,300 metres. Doesn't run badly as a rule to beat number 11, Pantalone, who you wouldn't say was that impressive last time. It's got a hope at crazy odds. Eight, Mr Mojo Ryzen. Didn't have much luck last time. From a gate can get a better run and fitter. And seven, Pitch and Un, who, gee, on its best form, it'll be tucked away midfield inside, but gets the breaks in the run and runs to its best. It's going to be very hard to hold out late. Three, 11, eight and seven. Three, 11, eight and seven. Uh, in race number three. Uh, what is there any price that'll make you want to back uh, the, the 11 here? No. Okay. <laughs> race number four is a benchmark 64 over 1,400 metres. Uh, in this race, we can take out eight and 13. Lover Zoo is the one that uh, Mark said he's pretty keen on today. It's the 360 favourite, 750 Monarchs Bray. Uh, Brazen Lady's well in the market at four twenty. Girl at seven dollars. Jenny Pending is also well in the market at five dollars. So, uh, really nice win first up. Lover Zoo uh, at the eleven hundred metres. Where do you think she gets to in the run from that gate? Midfield three wide with cover. I would hope. Uh, just gets midfield three wide with cover. Gets a toe into the race. That was a really good win first up. Behind them got clear. Was never going to lose and just got stronger and stronger as the race went on. 
taking on the older horses in the benchmark 64, but no stars in the race. I think with any luck, Lover Zoo is better than them to beat number three, Ghetto Superstar. Just got lost the other day. It got back into an awful spot. It was a slow tempo. Had no hope of winning the way the, the, way the race was run. It can improve at odds. Seven Brazen Lady and Nine Girl. They're similar horses. They both go forward. Uh, they've both had a bit of racing, and they've both got some chance. But any luck, I think 14 wins. 14, 3, 7, and 9. 14, 3, 7, and 9. Uh, in race number four. Race number five is one of the features at Geelong, and this is the three-year-old Geelong Classic, uh, won by some very impressive gallopers like Confrontational in years gone by. Uh, it's only a small field today of seven. Uh, Dulcet has been the firm favourite. J-Mac, Chris Waller, $2.25, 4.80 Waverley, uh, $7.50 Sacred Eagle and served cold the filly from the Danny O'Brien stable at $4.20. Uh, first of all, any of these genuine derby contenders out of this race, do you think? Oh, yeah, Dulcet is for sure. Dulcet, I think Dulcet's a great little chance in the derby there. It's um, said the two runs back from a spell. It chased well at Bendigo, then went to sale, sat last, had nothing take it into the race, had to come out and do it all on its own. And just was far too good for them. Steps up to 2,200 metres, which will suit small field. Looks like a genuine tempo, at least early, as they find their spots. So you think J-Mac would just slot in, track into the race, and I think Dulcet's the best bet of the day to beat number one, Waverley, who is coming out of better races. Didn't do a lot last time, but this is certainly easier. Take your pick after that. Number seven, Serve Cold, who a bit disappointed there at Flemington, and five, Non-Disclosure, who's coming out of Weaker races certainly would need to improve, but is in the Ma Eustace team, and it wouldn't shock if it does improve. But I think three wins, three, one, seven, and five. Three, one, seven, and five. Best bet of the day uh, comes up in one of the features, the Geelong Classic today. Uh, so first five races down, the bank builder comes at the perfect time, just before the quaddy. We'll take a break. Back with the quaddy legs after this. On RSN 927's Racing Polls, the Victorian Form Preview. Mark Hunter's the man finding us all the winners on Geelong Cup Day and we are up to the first leg of the Quaddy. It's a benchmark 70 over 1,700 metres. In this race, the scratching is number 13. Uh, the favourite is Romantic Charm, who is the workmate and the stable mate of Romantic Warrior. Uh, J-Mac rides for Danny Shum and he's also... A Sandown Guineas winner uh, when formerly trained here in Melbourne by Mick Price and Mike Kent Jr. He's the $3.30 favourite. Falcon of Malta, $4.80. Bon Rap at $8.950. Reset the Jazz. Albanium, I am at $7 in the market as well. Uh, what do you make of this Hong Kong visitor, Mark? Uh, Blue Army used to be down here. Look, he was no star. He stuck his head out at the right time in an even race and made his way across there. He's got a chance. He's in the numbers. I'll tip number seven, Albanian I am. I don't, I've got five numbers in the quaddy and not a lot between them. I think this horse is getting fitter. Got a wide gate and certainly going to need some luck to, to lob the right spot, but looks ready to win. To be three Falcon of Malta, who has got two speed horses inside it, but... You can see it just taking control of the race, dictating a game, giving a kick and being hard to run down. Two romantic charms should get a beautiful run tucked in behind them, get every chance. And tossed up between four and eight, just put number eight, New York Hurricane in next best. Seven, three, two and eight. Seven, three, two and eight in the first leg of the quaddy. The feature is the Bet365 Geelong Cup, 2,400 metres. 
the four scratching Spanish mission number one, four Shiraz, eight fancy man and 12 Mount Popper. First of all, it's been a little easy this morning. Uh, 270 out to 290. Now just back into $2.80 from the awkward barrier. Gate 12 is what it will jump from. Uh, others in the market. The firmer today has been Virtuous Circle, drawn nicely into $5. Uh, King Frankel, $8.50. And uh, the other runner, under double figure odds, given a good chance, is Ash Run at $5.50, who's also uh, been a firmer in the last 24 hours. Uh, how do you see the Geelong Cup today, Mark? What's the speed going to be like? Sir Lucan's drawn too, Michael. You think it would spear across for Linda Meach? It'll get across Ash Run and lead. Uh, King Frankel drawn three, rolls across with it, takes a spot. D-Lane on Virtual Circle and Magical Lagoon not too far behind them. Out wider, you've got a Marte drawn wide, probably has to find a spot. And I, I would think First Immortal's got no option but to roll forward. So answer your question, I think Sir Lucan di- completely dictates the speed in front for Linda Meach there. But not breakneck speed at a at a sort of a genuine even tempo. I'm going to tip number six more Fallons, who was scriptwriter in a previous life in the UK. Go back three runs, it was good behind Vauban. It got back and Vauban dictated and booted away on one easily. Horse called Absurd, who's in the Melbourne Cup, was off midfield, railing through, running on steadily, and more Fallons was behind uh, Absurd, running on steadily as well. So that was a good run. And you go back to last start in the Ebor, it was wide all the way. Didn't have the best of luck up the straight, but ran well. So I think it's well placed in a race like this to beat seven virtual circle. Had the three runs back from a spell and just ticking over beautifully. Had no luck last time, should have finished a whole lot closer. Would love any rain. Get a beautiful run from the gate, got a great chance. Two ash run. Come off a long spell, just went fantastic first up, seeing three wide. And then good again last time from the back, is ready to fire. And 13 first immortal, who had a pretty tough run last time. Will roll forward from the gate, just need things to go right early but in great form and got a winning hope. Six, seven, two, and 13. Six, seven, two, and 13. What's more Felon's racing style, Mark? Where do you expect him to be in the run? I've got more Felon's about the same spot as Ash Run, about midfield, and the issue there is you've got a few inside it that probably look for similar spots. So there is a risk that more Felon's gets caught three wide. I've, I've got it about midfield somewhere. Okay. Uh, he's a nice value play in the cup. He's a $10 chance number Six more felons. Mick D, the rider. Mark Hunter's on top selection in the Geelong Cup at $10. Just recap those numbers again. Sorry, Mark. Six, seven, two, and 13. Six, seven, two, and 13. Mark's numbers in the Cup. Race number eight is the Doyle, uh, the Doyle, the Doyle, the Dual Choice Plate over 1,200 metres. Uh, one of the other features, we can scratch the five. The favourite here is Sandpaper. $3.40. Zach Boss is in the market at eight fifty. Extreme Step, $7.00. Sandy Prince, seven fifty. Um, this is an open race here. Mark, how many in this leg of the quaddy? I am taking three horses in the quaddy. I think there are two main hopes, four and eight. I'll tip number four, Sandpaper. Got a tricky gait, but they can start to get away from the fence a little bit by race eight. It went around at the Valley first up, ran ninth. Just started to jog around, had nowhere to go up the straight, should have finished a whole lot closer. Fitter, got D-Lane here to ride to beat eight Extreme Step. Good little horse, Extreme Step. Chased well in that small field at Mornington. It's going to be tucked away here, fifth or sixth somewhere there, get out of the pack, and very hard to beat again. Ten, Sandy Prince is trialling well. It's got the wide gate to overcome. There's not a stack of speed in the race, so it should be able to get up the front and run well. I'm putting it in the quaddy. And three, Meridius. 
who can pull out a run fresh, be beaten for speed, but will get out the pack and be running on. So four and eight mainly, putting four, eight, ten in the quaddy, four, eight, ten and three. Four, eight, ten and three in race number eight. And the last of nine uh, at Geelong jumps at $5.20. Uh, and in this race, a benchmark 78 over 1,500 metres, takeout 2.11.12. The favourite at $2.90 is Von Hawk. It's been well supported this morning after the scratchings into 2.90. Uh, Rogue Rocker is at $4.60. Electric Impulse, such a good win last start at Flemington at $5. Uh, but that's not where it ends. Presser at $6.58, euphoric as well. So uh, there's a, a couple of good form lines in this race, and there's a few chances according to the market. I think there are three hopes, six, three, and seven. And I'm with number six, Von Hawk, who I thought was one of the runs of the day at Flemington, just got back and had absolutely no hope from where it was, but closed off really well for fifth. Um, I think here it goes forward. It's got a few inside it that also go forward, so just need a bit of luck not to be caught wide. If it gets a good spot at the 1500, it's the one to beat, to beat three Rogue Rocker. It's flying this horse. It's going to be buried back midfield inside needing luck at the right time but was terrific last time seven electric impulse it's a harder race but untapped no shock if it measures right up and down to 10 presser who was flying early in its campaign i just think it's gone off the boil a little bit and i thought place best for presser six three seven and ten six three seven and ten uh there's a bit of confidence in a few races what's the the best bet and the play of the day the best bet is race five, number three, Dulcet. The value, race seven, number six, more Fallons. The Quaddy, first leg, seven, three, two, eight, and four. Second leg, six, seven, two, and 13. Third leg, four, eight, and 10. Last leg, six, three, and seven. Play of the day, I'm going to play a parlay two, three, with the three horses I like for the day for a win. Race four, number 14, Lover Zoo. Race five, number three, Dulcet. And race nine, number six, Von Hawk. Uh, good on you, Mark. Good punting today. Thank you, Michael.